able to overcome this, that my life completely changed, that all these things happened, rather than it just being a fairy tale and because. It makes me feel as if society doesn't really care about us. Like, if you could just look at us walking across the street and you think that we're a threat, like, what's really going on? Because. Like, once they move on, they're going to miss something from their last relationship. And then that's when, if they do decide to move on, they start um, telling up the things that went on in their previous relationship until the relationship they have with somebody now. And that's when they kind of like. Like that, but it's just like, why, why are braids not seen as classy? Yeah, you can put your braids in a little up-do bun with a little bang on the side, and it's gonna look just as good. Some, something someone said to me, and they said, You may have done what they said you did, but you're not who they say you are. And knowing the difference between I made a mistake and this is who I am. Yeah. Um, Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode, another season, just another everything of Plugged In with K, y'all. Um, thank y'all for sticking it out with me for four seasons, almost two years, four seasons. Let's go, let's get it. I'm super excited. Now, to the right of me <laughs> is my good friend, my brother, Trey. How y'all doing? So, y'all, we finna do this. We finna hop into this. And hopefully this is good. I know y'all probably think I just be ghosting y'all. I be forgetting y'all. But that is, that's not what's, that is not what's going on. Life just been lifing lately. And when life be lifing, y'all, I just, I don't know. Y'all just send a prayer up for your girl. But, so how are you today, Trey? I'm doing amazing. I'm doing great. Doing amazing, doing great. What I'm all did you do great. today? Today, I really just relaxed. I, I done had a hard four years at this university. I'm finna have probably a harder two. But, you know. You just push it. We're gonna keep going. Gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you, friend. I'm glad you had a relaxing day. I will say my day was quite relaxing, too. That's what's up. What you do? I went to the beach. Went to the beach. Went to the beach. That's I sat good. out there, you know, rolled a little. I told you you needed to relax. Yeah. Doing all the work on me. Saving no time to yourself. Yeah, Trey make sure I relax. He's always going to tell me what, what I'm not doing. And then whatever he say, that's really what I need to be doing. Trey, you just be knowing, bro. So yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah, because it's from experience. Like, I know if I'm not relaxed, I can't I can't function as efficient yeah. as I would normally. So it's crazy. I got to know what I need to do to keep myself under control. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> All right, y'all, so we're about to jump into this topic today, and this topic is kind of, we're going to say it's a little, so this, so before we jump into that, I want to let y'all know that this season um, is called Embracing the Uncomfortable. That's like the main theme of this season, so basically just every episode is going to be talking about like embracing uncomfortable moments, um, embracing different things while we're moving into young adulthood, moving into adulthood. Um, for those of y'all that may not know, who may be like new watchers, new tuning, in, new people tuning in, and everything, I am a college student. Trey is a college graduate. My boy Sir. just graduated. Got he's degree, um, but he's a he's getting his master's right now. So, you know, he's gonna be double degreed too, pretty soon. So, and I'm just holding on by a thread, trying to get one right now, but. We're going to push through, like Trey said, push through. Definitely. Push through. But, uh, yeah, this season is just um, moving into adulthood and just learning how to tackle things that are uncomfortable with us. So this episode today, we're going to be talking about how to healthily set boundaries as a young adult, which I have found to be so hard. In my life, right, yeah. at, like, this point and moment of my life, it's been, like, so, so hard. So, like. I say it's hard to start. It's more hard to start than to keep 
keep it's going. Yeah. Start to maintain. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially like not knowing how, not being shown setting up how. boundaries. Setting up boundaries is the same as changing your routine. Yeah. Like that's not easy to do to change. You know, change how you move and things of that nature. Because you're so used to it. Yeah, you're so used to it. So readjusting, but we grow as humans. So we eventually have to change something. Yeah. You you have to. So before we jump into this good conversation, which we done already kind of started a little bit, uh, I just want to let y'all know that for those of y'all that are tuning in audio, we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, also Google Podcasts, and y'all, I'm doing this for the, I guess, first, second time. We're going to try this YouTube thing out and see how it goes, so now you'll be able to see us on video, y'all, I'm trying to get into all the works about it. I'm learning a little bit by a little bit. You know, TikTok teach you how to do everything. TikTok and YouTube teach you. You can basically you can do anything with TikTok and it's YouTube. It's starting to hook me because I, <laughs> I originally started out not liking TikTok at all, but it's starting to give me slow, slowly but sure. I promise you, I was one of those people when everybody was on TikTok and I wasn't. I was like, I'm never getting on TikTok, and now I'm on there. It wasn't. Even, <laughs> it wasn't even that. Even though I don't, I don't follow the crowd when it comes to a lot of things, but. Yeah, it was just TikTok wasn't my app at first. It, it now, wasn't it. It's just it seems like all the media coverage is coming out of TikTok. TikTok, the news is it's on like, TikTok. Everything like, yeah, is on TikTok. It's, it's like crazy. The number one social media app right now. So I adjust to it. But in it's this digital age. But it's banned on college campuses. <laughs> yeah, y'all better start using that data because <laughs> you ain't got no data on. I feel sorry for you. Ooh. Um, okay, let's get serious for a moment because that was fun. Right, let's go. But so boundaries, right? So Trey, what? How would you define boundaries? Boundaries. I define boundaries as I say healthy procedures that help you. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Healthy procedures that help you. Hard to implement, but relatively easy to maintain. Once you get used to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I like to do like the Webster Dictionary definitions and things mm-hmm. like that. And from there, I learned that a boundary is a line that marks a limits of an area or it's a dividing line between two different things. So using that definition and what you said, basically putting them together, we can say that a boundary is a dividing line for healthy situations mm-hmm. pretty much right so being that it's a simple definition why do you think it's so hard for us as young adults being like 18 19 20 21 22 like going into like our 20s and stuff why do you think it's so hard for us to set boundaries well like you said we are young adults so we still we still kind of ignorant like let's just be honest <laughs> we still like getting into debauchery mm-hmm. every now and then. So, but the sooner you start your boundaries, the better it turns out in the future or ahead. So yeah, start setting them boundaries, maintain them. Maintaining them is not easy, but it'll be easy once you get used to it. So Nothing changing anything is hard, I promise you. It is, it really, really is. One thing that I would say that I want to ask you about when with boundaries, right? So going into I'm gonna just so going into young adulthood, um, I was always a people pleaser, mm. always a, a yes man. I was always the if you need me, I got you. I'm gonna do it right. So coming to a point in boundaries, I've had to learn how to know that. Just like yes is a response, no mm-hmm. is a response too. Exactly. So how would how do we start saying no to things that we just so that we so commonly used to say yes to? You literally just say no. Like you can't go through life trying to please everybody. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Somebody's not gonna like you, somebody's not gonna like you for no reason. You just have to be you at the end of the day. Like, being a people pleaser, I've never, I don't think I've ever tried to have been a people pleaser. I always tried to help anybody I encounter, but Mm -hmm. even that comes with setbacks of people starting to take advantage because they know you'll be there for them. Mm -hmm. And 
you got to start rooting out the ones that'll be there for you also when you need help from the ones who are just taking advantage of you and, you know, soaking up all you have to offer instead of it being a mutual relationship. So I think it's called, um, so like, y'all, I was a biology major, (laughs) but I just changed it. So I think like in biology, they called it, um, you know, you got parasitism, then you got like communism and things like that. So I think like a lot of times when we find ourselves in that yes man mentality, that people pleaser mentality, um, and we're not finding anything or we're not getting anything beneficial from providing for others or being there for others outside of our limits, like going all going all out for other people who won't go all out for us. I think that's a form of parasitism. Being like they're sucking you dry, they're sucking the life out of you, they're sucking up your time and your energy and things like that. And I feel like sometimes us as young adults, when other people tell us that other people are doing that to us and we don't want to believe it, we get upset. We jump mad and we don't want to just sit down and talk about it. Like we just want to be like, oh, you don't know for real. You don't, you get, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's another thing we have to um, get used to is to start hearing people out. Like me personally, maturing a lot i've learned to always hear the people's point of view mm-hmm. or see what they have to say because something they say might stick with you and you never thought of so i always hear people out and learn how to talk to each other like that's becoming an adult you need to learn how to communicate with each with one another like that's very important Communi- i need to take a sip to that real quick communication that was like a whole bar so a little sidetrack so why do you think that us as young adults, why do you think we lack communication skills? I mean, we're young, but I can, I mean, I know older adults who lack communication skills, if we're being honest. So it's really, I say it's a personal thing you have to develop because it's only so much people can teach you. And that's from teachers, parents, brother, sister, anything. It's, it's only so much people can teach you. Experiences are, I say experience is the biggest teacher. You mm-hmm. definitely have to try things out yeah, to you, yourself. Because we learn by the tests, the trials, the situations that we go through. Yeah. And one thing that I can say about learning by, one thing that I can say is some of the situations that I've been in within like this past year of me just being 20 years old. Mm-hmm. These have been situations that I have like truly had to learn and grow from and learn that how I react, how I would react back when I was like 16, 17, you know, that can't be how I react now. So that's like a personal exactly. boundary that I had to set like within myself of, okay, these are, just because this happens, your boundary is here, you're not going to overreact like this. You're not going to set that boundary. That's like a mental boundary that I have for myself. Like, I won't let myself get worked up to the point to where I fall back into that. Or I'm not about to get so out of, I'm not about to get so um, complacent or displaced by a situation or by somebody's stupidity or by um, anything that happens to where I lose my focus. That's good that you brought that up where you said um, you look back at something in your younger days. Also, self-reflection is very important. Yeah. You need to think back to situations you've been in and how you could have dealt with those situations in a better way. Like, I think about that all the time. That's one of the blessings I get from having such a good memory. Like, I say it's a blessing and a curse to remember literally everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) and everybody because... Hey, Tupac said, forgive, but don't forget. So, I yeah, mean. Yeah, Tupac said that. He said, forgive, but don't forget. He said, forgive, but don't forget. But I don't, I don't, I don't know if I even forgive it in certain points. <laughs> and I think that sometimes, okay, this is a part of boundaries that I want to touch on. A lot of times, I feel like we set boundaries out of hurt places. To where mm. they're, not, they're not really boundaries. They're just... They're okay. How? Ooh, I have the word for it. It's on the tip of my tongue. So basically, they're not boundaries. They're more of protection mechanisms mm-hmm. because we didn't take the time to heal. That makes sense. Yeah. So what you said that. What? That, that was a bar, wasn't it? That was a bar. You said you're more hurt than boundaries. That's 
that's definitely true. And that could play a hand in forgiving sometimes. Because sometimes you have to forgive somebody for your own benefit. Yes. Like you don't have to forgive them for them. Forgiveness but, is for you. Yeah, it's for you. But at the same time, um, I don't know. I don't even know if I forgive. I don't even know if I forgive. I'm sorry. But I definitely move on. Move I'll say yeah. I move on, but I forgiving, I don't know. It depends on the situation. But sometimes it doesn't because it's the same time I'm like, I would never do you this way. And I, and I would I, never do that's always in the back of my mind. Yeah. That's, why I have a, that's why I have a problem forgiving people for things because I would never do this to you and you did it to me. And I like, think that's always my crush that I know. And I think the thing about forgiveness, the funny thing about it is you'll never know if you truly forgave some like if you you'll never know if you truly forgave someone until another situation like that comes back up around and like you put kind of sort of in that same position again and honestly i'm very mindful of myself and i definitely have situations where i can tell if i forgave someone or if i didn't because i'm not gonna lie i still speak from that angry place broken yeah yeah i still speak from that place and it just comes out like it sneaks up on you yeah it's called it's we crazy. suppress instead of releasing and we use we call them boundaries but they are just defense mechanisms sometimes now not to throw myself under the bus but i'm gonna do it anyways i found myself doing that a lot on this journey of like trying to date and communicate communicate with guys Mm -hmm. things like that i found it i found it hard sometimes because I had to do self-evaluation and look at myself. And I was like, okay, is this a boundary that I'm setting up for myself, mm-hmm. for them? Or is this a place that I got hurt that I never healed from that I'm putting caution tape over? Right? Like, oh, this man didn't text me back. Like, within 10 minutes of me texting him, he must be doing something else. When in reality, homeboy got a job. Bro, is busy. That's a grown man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, we're adults, so you can't, you can't hold nobody to So it. it's like, I was like, well, if I don't get a response back, da-da-da-da, he ain't the one. But in reality, I had to learn that that wasn't just, that wasn't a, that wasn't a healthy boundary. Yeah. That was more of a, oh, I got hurt, so I'm going to fix that. Ain't nobody else going to hurt me. I'm not going to be out here looking stupid. Yeah, you can't hold people to a time period mm-hmm. no more. Like, we, we all adults at the end of the day. We all have things going on. Some, some of us have children. I don't. <laughs> but, I don't either. Uh, some of us, we have other responsibilities. We got jobs. We got family. We got a whole bunch of things mm-hmm. we're worried about. And sometimes, sometimes you can't be there. And I'm today now where I accept that someone, if I want to do something or go somewhere and they don't have the time, I accept that. And even it's to a point where now I don't feel like it is a good um it's a good answer for me to be like, okay, if you don't feel like it, that's cool. Because, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, let me ask you this. When it comes, so when it comes to like boundaries in dating, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, do you think it's important to establish boundaries like when you all first start communicating? It definitely is. That's super important. Because... That's one of the keys to a healthy relationship is communication. Mm-hmm. And cooperation is another one. It, they play hand-to-hand almost. But, yeah, if you don't communicate or understand each other in a relationship, then what's the point of the relationship, Yeah. to be honest? That's, that's crazy because, okay, so, you know, our generation, a lot of times we don't set boundaries with our partner um, when it comes to like talking and communicating to date and stuff like that, we don't set boundaries because we don't have boundaries for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like me, I would say, so I'm gonna throw this out here by myself. When it comes to communicating and trying to talk to guys and things like that, one of my biggest boundaries is you're not about to uh, call or text me super late at night. Like after midnight, there's nothing for us to talk about. <laughs> Unless you're dead. 
unless you're like dying, dying or like stuck on the side of the road somewhere. But it ain't much I can do for you at that point because I'm asleep. Like my phone like goes into like sleep mode at midnight and I get no notifications, no phone calls. Like you're not going to call my phone twice when it's on sleep mode and the, the call come through. Like, no, it is dead. My phone is like completely silent. Everything, all my devices are. So I think that's a boundary for me because, like, you had all you had a whole 24 hours to talk to me. And if you can't talk to me before midnight, then that ain't, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just one of my boundaries. Yeah, yeah, don't call out to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> that's never thing. Okay, okay. Like, it's just something about, like, because I need my rest. Mm-hmm. I need my peace. You know I'm involved in just about, I'm juggling a whole bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. So I feel like out of respect for me, you should respect me to get my rest. Because I have, a lot of times, I don't really sleep. I'm up late at night, journaling, things like that, trying to find peace. So it's hard for me to sleep anyways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you trying to talk to me and I'm trying to clear my mind so I can't sleep. It's just not working. And then I may have an 8 o'clock class in the morning, and I'm struggling to get up for it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that's, that's just a boundary. Like, if you want to have a conversation, let's have a conversation before midnight. And then if I'm up after midnight, then, you know, I may talk to you. But as far as, no, I'm, I mean, there's nothing, nothing else to talk about. The sun is down. The moon is up. The wolves is howling. <laughs> Ain't nothing else to talk about. That's just a boundary for me. You got one? Yeah, my boundary is, like I said, communication. If we have something planned and you know you can't make it or something's popping up, you need to tell me as soon as possible. Like, that's only convenient for me because maybe I could have something else going on that I could have been doing instead of sacrificing my time for this. And then I found out you're not Yeah. You're not um, going if we're going somewhere or supposed to be doing something today. Figure that out. That'll upset me. Yeah. Communication so, is key to it's key to a relationship and understanding. Because once you have that, I mean, there shouldn't be many problems. I think okay. I think another boundary that I have, while we're on the subject of dating and everything, this may sound crazy, but I have another boundary of like social media. That's like a boundary for me. Explain. Explain, okay. Being that, like, I okay, I'm not saying, I'm not one of those girls that I want you to post me every day, like, you know, all on there and stuff like that. Typically, I don't, I could really care less, but at the same time, that's a boundary for me. Like, what I mean by a boundary is if we're having problems or we got a situation going on where we may be in a disagreement and stuff. Please don't take that to social media. That's like a boundary for me. That's a boundary for me, too. That's <laughs> not even just relationship. That's personal. That's <laughs> like, no. Like, we got an issue going on. If we into it, whoever I'm speaking to, if we ever into it, please don't run to the internet. Please. Because that's just going to make the relationship sour. That me. is a boundary for me. Like, no. Like, I, I promise you, I'm not going to run to the, to the internet about any issue we have. So don't, mm-hmm. please don't do that to me. Like, you, because you, you know how, because in our generation, you know there are girls and guys who get on social media, oh, girls ain't, you know, and guys ain't. That's another boundary and I have, too. I, I want to touch on that also. Another boundary I have, if, if we see each other in person <laughs> and we don't communicate, and you try to communicate with me on social media, like, that doesn't, that don't go together. That doesn't mix. Like... <sighs> If we see each other physically and we don't communicate, why are we communicating on the internet? That is a boundary, though. That's like, a boundary for me, like that, like legit. Because you could have said, "Hey, you could have waved at me, you could have did something," yeah. <laughs> but like. So I'm a person where I really don't, I really don't like engaging with people on socials if I haven't spoken to them in person. Yeah. Like it's it's seldom. Because like, pe- a lot of people show out on social media. That's another they thing, they yeah. try to be somebody that they're not. That's another thing. That's why I watch how I move on social media. Yeah. Some girls, y'all like posting DMs. I can't I can't get into that. No. 
That's why it's in person. They like post the what? Trey? I treat everything in person. Me, they like post the internet mess. But yeah, I um, yeah, I like. I you like got some stories about that, Trey? No, I have no stories to share. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so so good. Got a move vigilant out here. But I mean, to me, that is a that's like a big boundary. Like social media, like. Yeah. Whatever's going on between me and you, that's between me and you. And if you really want to, excuse my language, if you really want to piss me off, take it to social media. Oh, I, I promise y'all, the Lord's still working on me. Like, uh-uh, don't do that. I'm going to turn in a tray at that point. Please, <laughs> please don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Like, and one thing that I will say that's a boundary that I had to set for myself because, okay, mind you, I was in a, rela- I was in a relationship a couple years ago, and uh, we had broke up. And it was, he would always put everything he was feeling on social media. Mm-hmm. And so me, I started doing that. But I would say and do stuff to get his attention mm-hmm. say and do stuff to make him see oh this is how he made me feel and things like that when but then i had to set that boundary within myself that okay this is a boundary that i'm gonna set right now going mm-hmm. you know being that now i'm like nine, 18 19 now i'm gonna set this boundary that no matter how bad I get done, no matter anything, I'm not going to bash nobody on social media. Mm-hmm. That's a boundary that I had to set for myself yeah. because I was like, that's not going to make nobody look bad but myself. Yeah, and if I know you like that, like, how would I look doing, how would I look bashing you on social media? Yeah. Like, that's, that's not good. Like, that'll mess your rep up. But that's something that happens a lot in our generation. Every time a relationship goes sour, you're going to see it on social media, especially where we at. That's why I'm only <laughs> I'm only here, bro. When it comes to this generation, I'm only here. I don't, but I don't, I don't get into a lot of things that a lot of, this, a lot of this generation into. I don't, I don't get into Because so- sometimes I feel like I was born in the wrong generation. Sometimes I feel like that too, but at the same time, at the same time, I think I was born in the right one. Because, I mean. To be that change. Yeah. Be that. And it's a lot, it's a lot more, it's a lot more people like me out there that, that are being that change. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't just negate that. Yeah. I wouldn't negate that at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we, with all our mess going on, we, we're a solid generation. Because it's a lot of us who are not on. Not on a lot of the negative things out in the world, and we're actually trying to change. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we know, so coming into young adulthood, we know that a lot of times it can be hard for family members to start seeing us as adults, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and a lot of times, because it's hard for adults, parents, you know, family members to respect our boundaries sometimes because they refuse to see us mm-hmm. as adults they want to see us as the children that we once were mm-hmm. but in reality like bro i'm not a little girl anymore i'm not a little boy anymore so how do we set these how would you say is the best way to set healthy boundaries with parents or family members or just adults in general who don't want to respect your adult by hood boundaries because i got i got some stories over here it's 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 just like sometimes decisions that i make or um me choosing to say no to some things mm-hmm. it's like well i'm the parent da, 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 or i'm the adult in the situation i'm like okay i'm an adult too and just like you want me to respect you, I need you to respect me. I'm not being disrespectful to you, but respect my decisions. Respect my choices. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm, you know, learning, if I fail or if I make a mistake, let me learn that on my own. Mm-hmm. 
I don't need you bashing me or something like that. Or if I just choose to be in a healthily situation away from, you know, messy family members or toxic or hard family situations, and I set that boundary up, it's not, you know, nothing against y'all. I still love y'all at the end of the day, but it's something personal. I think um, healthy advice is definitely good, but it's, it's the way you give the advice at yeah. the same time. And, yeah, sometimes we have to bump our own heads. That's just life. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't expect family or anybody to help you with everything in your life. And when it comes to respecting boundaries in that aspect, I'm going to say this, and it might sound a little heavy, but anybody who doesn't want to respect your boundaries, family included, you just have to cut them off, let them go, because... The ones that really care about you, they will respect your boundaries. Because yeah. they'll get you your own per- You are your own person now at the end of the day. Like, we all grow up. And we don't stay kids long, man. So. Because if I could go back to my childhood and just have a few more days in it, oh, I would. Like, I would. And the craziest thing about life is, like, when you're a child, you want to grow so up. You're so ready to be an adult. Man. But when you become an adult, man, you you're want- ready to be a child again, I swear. Yeah. It's like what it's our parents wild. used to tell us, oh, you're going to see when you get older. Yeah. And then we get older and we start seeing and we be like, oh, y'all yeah. was on to something. Yeah. <laughs> y'all was telling the truth. Yeah. But a lot of times, and not just even like family members and stuff, friends, setting boundaries and like friendships yeah. now, it, it is crazy because people will get... You, you'll find yourself in situations, awkward situations with people simply because of boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, perfect example. So, me and one of my homegirls, you, you know just about all my homegirls. So, me and one of my homegirls, uh, at the beginning of uh, last year, the fall of last year, we had, like, we bumped heads. And when we bumped heads, it was, like, really bad because we didn't set we we had been around each other for so long mm-hmm. that we when we got back we didn't set boundaries of how we wanted to handle a situation mm-hmm. and because of that we just stopped speaking to each other for a long time and it was like awkward anytime we were around each other and everything you know when I tell you it was bad it was bad like f- my best friend was like literally the person that like I just couldn't talk to anymore so I was I like, mean. And Y'all then, not speaking to each other is healthy because you need time away. Yeah. But at the same time. But see, know, we didn't know that. That's yeah. what we had to learn. We had to learn those boundaries of, okay, just because I may, she may not text me every day or just because she may not call me every day, that doesn't mean that oh, there's yeah, something wrong yeah, with us. We had to learn that's that. That's very important, too. Like, when you're growing up, you're not going to be able to hang out all the time. Mm-mm. He's responsible responsibilities are going to hit you on top of the head hard. What did uh, so you have to realize, like, when it comes to friendships, man, enjoy the time you have because eventually you'll have something to do. They'll have something to do. We're all busy. Yeah. So just enjoy the time you get and don't act like this is, like, the last time you'll hang out. Yeah, I definitely get to hang out sooner or later, but it's just now you have to find a window. And that's something that me and her had to learn. And yeah, once we once we realized that, that's yeah. like now we just like two peas in a pod again. Yeah. But it's just like we had to we were getting older. So it was like we had to set that boundary with each other to where like, okay, I know if I don't talk to you. So now my whole friend group, we, we don't talk to each other every day. But mm-hmm. we still know that like we still cool. Like we'll still text each other in our group chat and be like, Hey y'all, we I miss y'all or what y'all doing, stuff like that. But we understand, like, okay, we need space away from each other. Like, that's a boundary that we set and that we respect with each other. And that's a healthy relationship. Yeah. Even with family, too, that has to be the case. I have family ones I don't talk to all the time, but they know how I feel about them. I know how they feel about me. Mm-hmm. We know what's up with one another. So that's all that's, that's, all that's needed. And it really is. I would say sometimes, because I've had a situation before where, like, I've had family members who felt like because – well, and in the point, it was I was in a place in my life where I was going through something, so I really wasn't talking to anybody. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't even talking to y'all. Y'all barely saw me. I don't know if you were paying attention I during that time. That. And my family members, 
these specific family members, they kind of got upset with me because I wasn't talking to them. And I was like, well, I'm going through something. They was like, well, why didn't you tell us? Because I'm going through something. Like, and, and, and it's like, but in that moment, I didn't know how to explain to anybody what I was going through. Okay. Cause I'd I didn't. It took it took me a while to open up to y'all. Yeah. So it it was like I was still like in the early stages of that, and they were like, "Oh, you're not talking to us." And I'm like, "I can't explain what I'm feeling, what I'm going through." But then I actually had the time to sit down and talk mm-hmm. to somebody and figure out what it was and just re relearn what was what I was going through, which was like kind of like a relapse of depression at the time. So it was like, it's something that, you know, I think that's a boundary too that needs to be set, like mental health boundaries growing up as mm-hmm. a young adult, moving into young adulthood, like learning when to just take time to just recharge yourself without being around people, which is something that I had to learn this, this whole year we just had because I'm a people person. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm a big people person. I will hang out with... All my homegirls, all my homeboys, I will hang out with everybody just about every day. Now, if I know you, I love you. Yeah. And you know, you know, certain times I can be the life of the party. Yeah. Certain times, not all the time. And then Definitely sometimes Trey is very but, annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> like, you sometimes what? You're very annoyed very quickly around. I'm very annoyed. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, annoyed. Oh, annoyed. annoyed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very yeah, annoyed yeah. very quickly. Yeah, I don't never try to be annoying, but I, I can get it. Very annoyed, like Definitely. to the point to where Trey I'll like always I'm leaving. My mind, though. Yeah, for real. Like, yeah, like if I'm annoyed, you'll definitely know I'm not. Trey don't I'm hold not it one in. Of those behind the back type. Of he don't hold the back. He will tell you to his face. Yeah. Tell me to your face. He will tell you. Yeah. But yeah, cause like I think it was a point in the semester where all of us were together just about every day, mm-hmm. and even though I was enjoying it. I was dying on the inside yep. because I didn't never have I didn't have enough time to recharge to myself. Mm-hmm. So when I started disappearing from everybody, y'all were like checking on me and stuff like that. And I was like not responding and not talking yeah. much. It was simply because I like my alone time. I love mine. That's a boundary for me. <laughs> I love my alone time. Like Listen, my I'm my best I'm man. my own best friend. I have best friends though, but man, <laughs> when I'm by myself. <laughs> The life of the, I be here enjoying my little self. Yeah. Being a little sitcom. Because don't nobody know you but you. So. The realest person on your team is you. That's a fact. Like, you know you. You know what you're going to take. You know what you're not going to take. But that's a boundary that I had to set. That, okay, for me mentally, I can spend this much time with my friends. And then after that, after this much time, I need to set this much time to be by myself to recharge. Mm-hmm. Because... I'm a, I'm an extroverted introvert, which is crazy, cause I thought I was a, I thought I was a, just an extrovert, but I'm an introvert. I like being by myself. I like having my alone time. I like having time to journal. I like having time to you know read yeah, my Bible di- and stuff like that. It's different introverts. It definitely is. I remember I was an introverted introvert. <laughs> like, how are you? An huh? introverted introvert. My freshman year of college, I literally went to school, went to class. Went to the fridge to get a plate, went back in my room, and didn't come back out. You didn't talk to nobody? No. <laughs> I had the few friends I had was from Jump Scholars, and we hang out every now and then. But besides that, I literally was in my room all day. And if I went somewhere, I went to go take a ride because I was definitely, like, driving myself crazy. Now, that's a boundary, too, that I've set. When I feel like I'm alone for too long, I call somebody. So if I call y'all out the blue... It wasn't, I was alone for too long, but I don't think I knew how, I didn't know how to be alone at that time. Yeah. And the crazy part is, I have been alone for a while, but at that time it was, you know, college is a different atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So at that time it was like, man, I want nobody right now. (laughs) Like I had, I had to call my parents a lot during that time. I still call them, but. During that time, I was real. Like, I legit, my freshman year, I probably went home every weekend. Oh, that was me, my freshman year. I went home year. every weekend. I did, too. Like, literally. Boy, I put some miles but, on Blossom. Yeah, but during my years here and growing and 
prospering, kept going, elevating. I stayed there. <laughs> I yeah. stayed there. I barely went on. Yeah. But I would say when it comes to um, that boundary of being by yourself, setting those boundaries with yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you get so used to being by yourself for so long, you have to start setting boundaries of how, when, and what type of people you'll allow to be around you, mm-hmm. right? That's a boundary that you need to set. Not just in, like, friendships. I would say... And another thing, being alone doesn't mean... It doesn't mean isolating yourself. Yeah. Being alone, you could... I literally go to bars, go to restaurants by myself, and enjoy my own company. Like, that's that's an example of being alone. Like, being alone is not just isolating yourself in a room or in a house all day and night. Like, it's, it's basically, you're in the world, but it's just you. And I think that a lot of times, because of society and what we see on social media and everything like that, mm-hmm. we it's perceived to social us Social media is another that, thing where mm-hmm. you don't, Learn if you can't be on social media without feeling the type of way about anything, you need to get off. Get off and learn how to manage your time on social media. Because social media, if you don't know it, which I do, social media is—I wouldn't say fake. It is fake because you see people's highlight reels all day, and seeing people's highlight reels, you start comparing your lowest points to people's highlight reels. And comparison kills. Comparison is the killer of all joy. It, comparison, like, and I think that a lot of times with us being young and <clears throat> the society that we're in and the different things that we're seeing, it shows us that being alone is like a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? It's either you're alone because um, you're sad all the time. Because, okay, I'm going to throw this out here. I don't like Rod Wave. I don't like his sad music and stuff, but how he's always alone and by himself and stuff like that because it just makes him feel like it's so sad and depressive to be okay, alone. I, and I get it's that. just. I it's, like Rod Wave. I love Rod Wave's music, but it's definitely songs from Rod Wave that I don't listen to because that make me sad. Yeah. It Tombstone is, is one of them. I can't listen to Tombstone. It's just. Tombstone, like, literally. Like, I'll, every time I hear it, it's like I'm finna cry. Like, why you make this song? <laughs> It's a great it's, song, though. It's an amazing song, but it's just, I can't listen to it. I, okay. I can't. So, today, I told you I went to the beach today. Mm-hmm. And I went by myself. That was my first time ever going to the beach by myself, right? And the goal, the plan of today was to go to the beach, sit there, listen to the waves, write a little bit, mm-hmm. like write my feelings, write my thoughts, reflections of situations that have happened, um, and just be by myself. Mm-hmm. Just listen to, and just take time and listen to God as he's, like, speaking and stuff, and just just enjoy being, just enjoy the calming of the waves on the sand and feeling the sand and feeling the water and just, like, basically having a calm moment. Mm-hmm. That was the goal of today, to go to the beach by myself. And I had so much joy in that. Because even though I was by myself, it wasn't like I was by myself to be sad. It was like I was by myself just existing, Mm -hmm. just living. Yeah, exactly. It was so I'm not going to lie to you. There were parts of me that wanted to be like I'm by myself, I'm sad because of a situation that recently happened, which you probably know about. Mm -hmm. So it's just like. When that aspect of it, like, well, you're by yourself because of this and this situation. Like, when I wanted to get sad, it was like I couldn't because, like, I started writing things in the sand because it was too hot for me to have my iPad out. I didn't want to. So I was writing different things in the sand. And one thing that I wrote in the sand, because I would write them and take pictures of them. So one thing that I wrote, it said heal. I wrote heal. And I wrote, because this is not the end. And I think that a lot of times, a boundary that we don't set within ourselves, we don't give ourselves space to heal. Mm -hmm. 
And in that, and that, that last part you put is very important. This is not, not the, the end. end. No matter what goes wrong in your life, it's not the end of the world. It's I not. You. It's never. It's never the end of the world. Unless you about to die, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> and so with this situation that happened, I wanted to be like, <clears throat> I wanted to set up, a, I wanted to set up the the coping mechanism mm-hmm. instead of the boundary, right? That's what I wanted to do. I wanted coping to be. Coping mechanisms are important. Healthy coping mechanisms. It, it wasn't going to be a healthy one. I, I'm just going to be completely honest to you. But when I got to that beach, it was like, I also wrote on there, I wrote, I said, I said, I said, you can still be cool with boundaries. And that's something that I had to take in and be aware of within myself today on the beach. Yeah. And I stayed out there for like a good three hours, just sitting there, laying there. And then I started playing my little music from my phone. And the main song that I played over and over again was I Gotta Find Peace of Mind by Lauren Hill. And, man, it just kept playing and kept playing and I was just like in this I was in this place I was like okay this is a boundary for me like I'm not gonna let myself get worked up over a situation anymore I'm just going to be by myself and because in the past when situations like that would happen I'd stay in bed and cry all day and just be eating ice cream and crying and whoop de whoop whoop that's but, my main coping mechanism is music I always I always find songs I can connect my feelings to. Yeah. Like, lately I've been doing a lot of self-reflections, mm-hmm. and I've been listening to this song called Pillicoat by um, Dirk, and that whole song is just him reflecting <laughs> on his whole life, like a bunch of self-reflection, and I was just listening to that song on repeat today. A lot of and times. And it's just like these, it brings memories back mm-hmm. that you've had and all these different things that happen, and you just think about it. Hopefully you get good positive feelings or a positive outcome for all of it or a positive answer. Like when I think back on everything, I'm just like, man, I'm blessed. Yeah. I'm blessed. And a lot of times. Because I just think about so many things, like all the people I've grown up with Mm -hmm. through grade school and all of that. Some of them in jail, some of them died, and it's just a lot of stuff that didn't happen. And I'm just blessed to have been blessed to escape all that yeah especially where i come from from law mississippi born born and raised even though i was born in hattiesburg but I'm, i definitely claim law yeah i think mine's worse i'm from meridian <laughs> meridian is the trenches man it's not that bad it's not but that the, bad but law definitely the trenches too it's like mm. meridian's not that that bad you know Oh no! It's I promise you. It's Meridian not. got it. It's Meridian weird. I know. It's like an it's, artistic yeah, city with, artistic gun, and with gun violence. Wow! <laughs> it's like you have so many talented people, so many talented individuals. I think that's Mississippi as a whole. Yeah, we like, got some of the most talented people in the world, bro. It, it makes no. But we sense. don't get any. We don't get the recognition. It's like it's, it's Mississippi. Like we're always overlooked for things. Or we're yeah, always we in got, publicity for bad things, here, and it's it's crazy. We got talent man. out of this world in this state. Oh yeah, we we man, Mississippi is just. But I don't, know. I don't know what to say. That's all I can say about Mississippi. Yeah. But back to boundaries, I would say. Okay, do you think that as young adults we can have positive and toxic boundaries? Definitely. Explain. I say, I say coping mechanisms. I wouldn't say boundaries. There's definitely negative boundaries, though. Mm-hmm. Those I can't explain because I don't have any. But coping mechanisms, they're healthy ones and they're unhealthy ones. 
you know, unhealthy ones, drugs, sometimes alcohol. Um, healthy ones, take a walk, pray. go exercise, pray, anything like that. I take drives or listen to music. Those are my main two coping mechanisms. And doing both of those together, <laughs> driving and listening to music, and it's like late at night. It's like midnight, 1, 2 a.m. I'm, I'm a late I driver, mean, too. Man, but I will say this though, anybody who drives in silence, something wrong with them. Something, no, something, no, I, I, drove was, in, I drive in silence sometimes. No, there's nothing wrong. I'm with talking that. about like people who do it every day. Oh, now every day, every day, every like day they crazy. don't listen to the radio, but they don't listen to silence, anything. Driving in silence is definitely a form of self-reflection it and evaluation. Is. But I like, mean, driving every in day, silence is harder than people think it is. I promise you, it really is. Like, I know someone who drives in silence. But like, every day. She doesn't cut the radio I, on or anything. So when I ride with her, we have, that one, we have to talk yeah. or it's just awkwardly silent. Every day. I don't, I don't, I don't She's like, she just she just can't tolerate noise. That's how, that's how she driving. That's how she driving. <laughs> and then when she rides with me, you know, me, I'm bumping music. Whether it's yeah. worship, gospel, or R&B. And Neo Soul, I'm bumping it all. Yeah, that's why I fell in love with music, man. Music just brings out so many different feelings and memories. But yeah. sometimes we have to set boundaries with our music choices, too. Yes. Because that's, that's yeah, some, you have to have a balance. You have but to. But even though hip-hop is my favorite genre of music, hip-hop, rap, whatever you want to call it, but there's definitely different types of hip-hop and rap music. Some are different. You have... Hip-hop is a very mesh genre. Like, it has a bunch of different genres in it. Yeah, because you got N.W.A., yeah. you know. Yeah, like and you then have, you can go to, yeah. you know, like Lecrae exactly. and stuff. So. But I do like a little R&B. I like some pop. I like some rock music, gospel. Now, you know I got to get on you, right? Yeah, what's up? The Pink Panthers. <laughs> Why you even? Why, why why you even say that on here, man? <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a Pink Panthers fan. I'm not even gonna lie. I like I like her music, bro. She got some great music. Yeah, I'm I, not even gonna lie to you. That is wild. She yeah. has some great music. I just that's how you know I'm a music fan though, because Lee lives in the Pink Panthers. That's crazy. That is crazy. And I ain't talking about Boys Alive. I'm talking about her. her um, <laughs> The project she has. Out. Do you know the Do you know the lyrics to Poison Life? No, <laughs> it's not my favorite song. Though. My favorite song is on her um project. I'm so dead. And her project is ten out of ten. There ain't no misses on it. Now I'm not. You listen to it? Huh? Mm -mm. Oh, I'm gonna put you on. <laughs> I will say this though. When it comes to, I have to. She sit. drop an album soon, by the way. It probably gonna be out by the end of the year. Can't wait. Man, you know who I need to drop an album? I need Frank Ocean. To that's who needs to drop an album. Frank Ocean to drop an album is crazy. It's some people I I'm, I don't wait on albums for. Frank Ocean one of them because Frank Ocean literally might not drop till twenty forty. <laughs> I mean, like, we he just living life right now. The which, way and the way we wait on Kendrick Lamar to drop albums is quite insane. He dropped one what every five years. Kendrick does have a lot to digest though. When it comes to his music, he has a lot to digest. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, that is a while, like five years. Mm -hmm. He dropped, he dropped his last project. You know, I'm not gonna say it because it got mm -hmm. 2017 and then he this dropped current one just Morales dropped and the Big Steppers. Last year, mm -hmm. 2022. Yeah, he has them all. That's why I think that's why. Um, I'm gonna touch on this. I think that's why people like uh, Drake so much, cause Drake, Drake is good at delivering good quality music in at least a short time span. But I'm not a Drake girl. I'm not a Drake fan either, but like, I definitely respect Drake for who Drake is. Like, I get what he. I'm not a. I'm not a. I get it. I'm not a Drake girl. Um, but yeah, I'm not no huge Drake fan either, bro. Yeah, I, I can't get into him. Yeah. Can't get into Drake. Drake is a little, I mean, okay, you there, find, you there are some like. songs that I, I can deal with because I'm a more soulful person. I, if it's not, if I'm not listening to worship and gospel, 
I will listen to a lot of R&B. And it's not like the new age R&B. It's like the old stuff from like the 70s and 80s and 90s and early 2000s. I'll, I'll listen to that. And a lot of times I find that Drake samples from those soulful albums. Like, um, I think I think it's I, not just that. It's his, uh, his song, I think it's called like Fire and Desire. Where it's like yeah. I dedicate, I dedicate. He sampled Brandy, and then on his new, uh, um, I guess one of his newer albums, the one with all the the, insta- the one with all the emojis of the girls pregnant, whatever album that is. That was certified level. Okay, yeah, it that, came out twenty twenty one. Yeah, my freshman year. Whatever album that is, it's a song on there. I think it's like he sampled Montel Jordan's um, "Daddy's Home" song. I think it was he, called Poppy, so. Yeah, I, he, he, I think he sampled that. So I, I can I can sense samples because I listen to that music all the time. Like, but really? Um, it's a singer named Blast. He samples a lot of Donnell Jones music. And, right. like, yeah, I, can, yeah, I, I, I can pick up on it in a second because I listen to, like, that soulful stuff. But it's just like, nah. That's a lot of music in general today. A lot of people love sampling. <clears throat> yeah, sampling is very... Nobody's original anymore. Yeah, but to be honest, who's really original? Everybody got something from somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when it comes to like setting boundaries with music, I have to set a boundary that I won't pick music based off of my mood. Being like, okay, a situation. Let's say if I have a situation with a guy, and let's say I just so happen to like. Uh, get upset or anything. Yeah, you I don't want to turn on a young boy. Uh, uh-uh. I'm bad about. I'm real uh, bad about yeah. turning on that Jasmine Sullivan bust the windows out your car and be content. So I have to set that boundary with myself that like, okay, you're not gonna listen to the music that's gonna make you even more upset. You're gonna listen to stuff that's gonna calm me down. That's why I listen to like my worship and stuff a lot because yeah. it, there used to be a point in time in my teenage years where. Anytime a dude or a guy would make me upset, I was listening to Monica. Yeah. I was listening to, you know, Jasmine Sullivan. I was out here. Huh? I wasn't, okay, I wasn't doing it. I wasn't that extreme. I had a little sense. But getting older, I had to realize that, okay, when it comes to those type of boundaries, if I'm hurting and I need time to heal, I need to give myself time to heal and listen to stuff that will help me heal. Therefore, I'm a, you know, worship and gospel. Because y'all know I'm a church girl. I, I really am. And, you know, sometimes I can't listen to everything. That's a boundary that I have for myself. Now, me, I'm different. I let I let all my emotions run its course. So if I'm, if I'm really not in a good space, I'm going to isolate myself because I don't want to be around anybody because I don't want to do or say anything that will harm or offend someone. So I let my emotions run its course. If I feel angry, I'm gonna turn on some music that makes me feel angry. Cause eventually I'm gonna get over that anger and release it. Yeah, I let my emotions run its course. So we're we're two opposites. I try not yeah. to let. I try to suppress mine, and that's. I think that's something that I put on my spam today. I posted. But I've okay. never done anything too irrational, so that's why I do. Cause I know I know how to isolate myself. Do you think isolation is a positive or negative boundary? It's positive, but it's negative if you do it too much. It's definitely a positive boundary. Mm-hmm. You need to isolate yourself sometimes. Now, if you do isolation too much, that's not healthy. Because <laughs> they say I don't mind is the devil's workshop. Yeah. And you isolate yourself for too long, you'll start having <clears throat> thoughts you shouldn't be having. Yeah. I think that a lot of times it's in our generation, a, a lot of, t- yeah, we, we isolate ourselves a good bit. Like, we, I, okay, this is going to sound crazy, but we do this. We isolate ourselves, but show out on social media. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're isolated and we mm-hmm. showing out at the same time, which is, like, not a good boundary to set because, yeah. like, I have a boundary – to where if I'm feeling any type of way that's not good, I don't get on social media. Because it seems like whatever mood you're in, there's always a post that pop up about however you're feeling. When and it's I crazy. Seriously, I, when I seriously isolate, 
I did activate my, my social medias. I did that fall 22, one of those first few weeks. I deactivated my Instagram, because Instagram was like, that's the app I use the most. Mm-hmm. And I deactivated my Twitter like for a week. I just deleted them like, off my I phone. I isolated myself from there. No, I don't delete them. I, I deactivate. I deleted them off my phone. And that just kept me away from them. That kept me away from them, though, deactivate. No, nah, I'm bad. Because I log out of my yeah. stuff every day. So if I just press the button and it logged back in. So I got to delete the app so I don't worry about it. So that's how I am. But yeah, I definitely deactivate it. Get time to myself off the internet. It's never for me to do that. So, boundaries. Want me to be honest? Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about boundaries enough. We didn't talk about boundaries enough? <laughs> yeah, we didn't enough. talk enough about boundaries. Okay. Last question, for real. <clears throat> what advice would you give any young person that's struggling with setting boundaries. To be honest, find God. Yeah, and be yourself. Once you be yourself, you'll figure out what things you need to change and what boundaries you need to set. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest goal. Be yourself. Don't try to be like somebody else. Always do your own thing. That's the only advice I could give, cause I'm not, I'm not good at giving advice. I'm good at helping in different ways. But I'm not mm-hmm. good at giving advice. I would say, like you said, finding like God. You need me to show up for something or do a favor or anything like that. Like yeah. I'm good at doing that. But when it comes to just giving advice to you, that ain't my type of gig. I'm more of an action person, not words. Cause actions speak louder than words. Now me, I would say I'm more of a, I'm more of a, in that aspect of helping somebody, like giving them advice about setting boundaries, I'm more of a pray about it and just start doing it type of person. And I'm going to say this, so I had a talk with my uncle. Me and my uncle, we, like, real close. And I talked to him, like, my uncle is cool. I got a cool uncle. Mm-hmm. Like, he's in his 30s. He's cool. He, you know. Got money. Hmm? mm Well, yeah, yeah. But not in, not like the, not like the hot-headed type person. Yeah. You know, he's real cool. He calm. You know, uh, he serves the Lord, mm-hmm. everything. Like, I got a cool uncle. And I was talking to my uncle about something once. And he unlocked the mental capacity for me to start setting healthily boundaries as an adult. Mm-hmm. Because one thing, I was talking to him about something, and he looked at me, and he said, niece, he said, you grown. He said, and once you realize that you're grown, he said, you're going to walk into a whole nother level. That's a fact. Yeah. Like, and I think that's a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So being like going into young adulthood, I would say to anybody, first understand that now you are an adult. You are grown, and you have to set these boundaries. You have to say, hey, this is what I'm going to put up with. This is what I'm not going to put up with. Know what you can and can't handle. I can't juggle all your problems for you mm-hmm. and my world falling apart. Like, I wrote this down, and this is a bar, right? This is a whole bar. I said, I can't come fight your battle for you when I'm losing my own. Mm-hmm. That's a bar. Yeah. I can't I can't do that for you. That's a boundary I have to set. If I'm over here fighting for my life, I'm not going to come over there and get whooped with you because of whatever you're going through. Another one. Mm-hmm. Don't sacrifice your your happiness making someone else happy. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good one. That's a bar. That eight. Mm-hmm. That's a whole bar. Not us out here spinning bars. We need to go be in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I want one day I might get there to be an artist. Right now I gotta get this. This degree. You notice. But yeah, that's what I would say. First realize that you are a young adult now and that you are gonna be making your own decisions. It doesn't matter who accepts them, it doesn't matter who um <coughs> who agrees with them, who co signs them, as long as you know that you're doing what's best for you and know that you can't please everybody, know that know what you can and can't handle. And know that just like yes is a response, no is a response to it. Yes. 
know your limitations, know what you will put up with, what you won't put up with, know those type of things. In every aspect of life now, from friendships to companionship to family, just know what you're going to put up with, know what you're not going to put up with, what you're going to tolerate. And once you set that healthily, now that don't mean just go around here, you know, saying, talking to people crazy, because, you know. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do none of that. Please don't do that. You know, you might, I know y'all y'all like your life a little bit, because now you're grown. You can do a little thing. Mm-hmm. I know you love your life. Don't don't end your life too soon by doing dumb stuff like that. But, yeah, it's important. Okay. You cool? Definitely. I, yeah. think, I think we did pretty good today. We did pretty good. But thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of Plugged In With K. We hope that we said something that helped y'all, that was inspirational to y'all, that y'all can take away from this, and that you can just learn. I know y'all learned a little bit about us a little bit and know that just like y'all, we are young adults too, trying to figure life out, trying to figure things out like that. And that's what this season is about, just young adulthood, figuring it out, getting it together and everything. So, Um, I pray that you all have a blessed day. Thank y'all for listening to me. And remember to stay what plugged in with K. All right, we'll see y'all later. Bye.